You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hello, people of Earth, and hello, people of the New Japan Pro Wrestling fandom. This is your good friend, Curtis Spears, coming at you today with another Okada's Shorts short. This one covering the New Japan Cup 2023. We were going to wait another couple of days and have a nice, long discussion about what's been happening in the New Japan Cup so far. But after seeing the first two days of action. There's only been four matches in this in this New Japan Cup so far and we've got so much to talk about. We called an audible. We have to bring you the content. Here it is. Okada Short Shorts, the return. We're talking about the New Japan Cup 2023. This is some exciting times. Rafe's going to cover nights 3 and 4. I'm going to cover nights 1 and 2 right now. Oh my god. Let's start at the beginning. The first match for the New Japan Cup 2023. Tetsuya Naito defeating El Fantasmo in 17 minutes and 32 seconds with Polvo de Australia. So, this might have been the best match that El Fantasmo has had since turning heavyweight. It might be the best match that he's had in New Japan proper. Uh, it was in, I believe, Kurekin Hall. Let's double check that. It was in Kurekin Hall. Uh, you know, he's had some he's had some bangers in Kurekin Hall. He had a great one with Robbie. At Corican Hall last year, and he's now had a great one with Tetsuya Naito. It's definitely his best match since turning heavyweight. Phantasmo was a big favorite in this match. He came out, he didn't do his normal heel shtick. He was doing things that you could see that he was thinking about going back to the normal heel shtick of stealing someone's merchandise and throwing it away, or uh, you know, going to give a high five to a fan and then at the last second, you know, oh, too slow, that sort of thing. And no, he actually did it. He was winning the crowd over. We've been talking for a long time about how ELP might be the next leader of the Bullet Club. And that would be very cool. But we've also been talking for a long time about how ELP should turn face. And those two things definitely seem to be mutually exclusive. So you can't have it both ways. It seems at this point we've got ELP turning face. More on that soon. The match is very hot. There's a lot of power going through this match. You can feel it. The crowd is into it. Corkin is white hot. Naito is... He's, you know, trying to get under ELP's skin. ELP isn't letting it happen. He's... He's feeling that baby face flame coming from the crowd. He's definitely got some, he's got a lot of thinking left to do about where he's going with this character. Did we want him to see him win and become the leader of Bullet Club? Yes. Did we want to see him lose? No. Did we want to see him become a face? Yes. Unfortunately, you have to get one to get the other. ELP, you know, he's he's put Naito through a lot. Thunderkiss 86 with his new heavier body and frame is definitely a killer. He gave him a fantastic Hurricane Rana from the t- from the top rope. He 
almost hit him with the CR too. That would have been good night. He kicked out of the Destino, which is not as protected as it should be probably, but that's okay. It showed that he's got a lot of fire and the crowd ate it up. Unfortunately, he did fall to a pinning combination of uh, Polvo de Estrella, 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 Polvo de Estrella, and um, that was all she wrote. But afterwards, ELP said it himself, he's not a leader, he's a class clown. Okay, we, we can get that, he's a lovable scamp. Okay, he's always kind of been a lovable scamp, and I don't know if there's room for that in Bullet Club now, and we'll see why shortly. Second match. Second match was a fantastic match. Sonata, question mark, in a fantastic match against Tai Chi. Now, Tai Chi was a heavy favorite coming into this. Go home Tai Chi chance. Those are done. Those are those are 2018. You're done with that. Okay. It was all let's go Tai Chi. All of it. The the crowd was adoring him, and it was fantastic to see. And they believed in him. They really believed in him. Sonata comes out. He's extra lethargic. I mean, he is not in the match. He's not feeling it. He doesn't care. Halfway through the match, Taichi, about 10 minutes in, starts just yelling at him, stomping on him. Your heart's not in this. What are you doing? Roll over and give up. And that's when a a switch is flipped. Taichi kicks Sonata so hard, he kicks his heart into gear. Sonata starts... Firing up. Sonata goes hard for Tai Chi. He starts showing him fighting spirit, which is something you never see from Sonata in situations like this. He's always too cool for school. And the the crowd recognized it. They could feel that energy surging out of Sonata. They could feel that that fighting spirit really raising rising to the occasion against his, well, we all say friend. You know, in Tai Chi, we all know that there's something between these two. Commentary was comparing it to when Yoshihashi had to slap some sense into Hiroki Goto. And it kind of did feel like that. Is Sonata's time in LIJ done? Maybe. Is Sonata's time as the cold skull, the too cool for school, the I'm actually just here so I don't get fined? Uh, Sonata, is that done? Seems like it. You know, we said in our in our best case scenario, worst case scenario, that Sonata would be the worst case scenario because he would sleepwalk through another title defense or an, another title challenge where he doesn't actually win anything. And it seems like this Sonata wasn't sleepwalking. I mean, he was for the first 10 minutes of the match, but that was a story they were telling. It was... It was odd to see someone who obviously did not give a shit. I like reached for the phone a couple of times. I was like, this is, this is exactly what I don't want. Finish him off. Tai Chi. Let's fucking go. Let's get this over with. And that's when Sonata decided, I guess he heard me. I guess he, he could sense me not giving a shit and said, I'm going to make that guy believe. And I think he did. Sonata debuted a new finisher and won the match. It was like a modified behind the back DDT sort of thing. It was, it was reminiscent of the, uh, 
of Mercedes' new moneymaker, the Monet maker, and they hit it well. Uh, tai Chi, after the match, says that Sonata's time in LIJ should probably be over. I tend to agree with him. Is he going to be just the fifth guy? Maybe. Uh, I did notice during the match that Tai Chi, you know, uh, we always, I always talk about how much I love Tai Chi coming out and the idea of him coming out in all white. And he came out with his new white overcoat, which was really cool, but he still had his black and gold gear underneath. And then I noticed that Sonata also came out in his white, black and gold. And that was pretty cool. They, there was a lot of visual storytelling there. So put them together. Let them challenge Bishamon. I mean, they're already, they're already matching. You know, they love each other. They do. Now kiss. Okay. Now kiss. Okay. Third match. The New Japan 51st anniversary show. Oh man. 51 years in New Japan. That's so cool. 51st anniversary show. We're getting shooter Shota Umino and the pimp Yujiro Takahashi. I, I don't, I don't know. No more Yujiro. It's over. Dude is washed, rinsed, hung out to dry. He is finished. He cannot go any further. You have set up Shota Umino to fail. He didn't have great chemistry with Naito. Fine. The next person you put him with is Yujiro Takahashi. Come on, guys. You put put Shooter in there against somebody who knows what they're knows what they're capable of and can help him. He is still a very young man. He does still need a little bit of help. Yujiro ain't it. Yujiro is not the guy who can help out a young man and take them to a, a higher level. Shooter needs to be in there with someone who can kind of not babysit him. He doesn't need babysat. He needs someone who can raise the bar. His matches with Will were very good because Will knows how to hit that next level. Am I saying you should have him beat Will in the first round of the New Japan Cup? No, no, obviously not. But there are plenty of people who can take him to that next level. Yoshihashi could have done that. Goto could have done that. Shingo Takagi could have done that. I don't know what stories you're wanting to tell with these guys, and it might be stories that you can't tell by having them lose in the first round. But there are people that can do that. Minoru Suzuki. Okay. You're already telling a different story with him. Fine. How about Yuji Nagata? Yuji Nagata could have, I mean, easily had a one-off match with Shooter and had a fantastic time. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. But yeah, Yuji Nagata is not a bad guy. And we want, we want Shota to have, to be the clear face. That's fine. But you're not telling a story of Shota versus the house of torture. You're telling the strong style versus house of torture. So, Where's the, you know, where's the connection there? Who knows? This match was mid. <laughs> I don't, I don't mean to say it like that. Shooters got so much upside. I, I still believe it's coming. I have not sold, sold off my stonks in shooter. He's going to be huge, but putting him up against a slow moving dinosaur like Yujiro Takahashi. That ain't the move. You can't you can't strap a rocket ship to a brontosaurus and expect to get a good a good match. It's just not going to happen. 
I'm stumbling over my words here because I just don't care. I don't care about this match. I, I want Yujiro to go away. I don't hate him as, you know, pin eater for House of Torture, multi-man. I mean, like, he just doesn't have a place in a major singles tournament anymore. Yujiro's done. He's finished. You know, like... I hate that. I hate that you have stuck Shooter in this. A shooter at this point should not be carrying people to better matches. Shooter should still have the training wheels on a little bit. And it's it's almost like they set him up for failure in this match. It was bad. It was bad. Shooter wins. He advances to the next round. But, man, don't ever do that again. Yujiro's done. Yujiro's finished. Love the guy. He's he's a lot of fun. You know, he member of the House of Torture. He comes out. You know, he's the pimp. He's got the cane. Things like no more. No more G one. No more New Japan Cup. Nothing. Okay. Yujiro can sometimes take a pin in the World Tag League if you need him to. You know, be the pin eater for Evil. That's fine. No more singles tournaments for this guy. He can't do it anymore. I I, I don't say that very often. But it's true. We're done. We're done here. Okay. And finally, here it is. We get our first look at the rebel David Finley in his new bullet club gear. The rebel club. Finley is. He's going to shock the world here shortly. I, I feel it like he already shocked the world by coming to bullet club. He's taken Leaps and bounds since he came back a couple of years ago to challenge Lance Archer for the U.S. Uh, title. He won a World Tag League with Juice Robinson. They had a good run with the uh, with the tag belts. He had a great run in the G1 where he beat Will Ospreay and had some really emotional matches with Juice. That was great. And now... He's there as what we predict to be the new leader of Bullet Club. He's come out with Ghetto. He's come out with new a new look. He's come out with new gear. He's come out with a new song. He's a new man. Black hair with a silver streak through it. Fully playing into that I don't give a fuck about you vibe. He's going to end people. His first match is against a man like Tomohiro Ishii. He's not the easiest win to get in the world. And the Rebel comes out hard-hitting, angry, wanting to make a statement. And I think that this was a statement for him. There was a spot in the match that I saw where he hit Ishii with a huge move. And he went for a pin, and Ishii kicked out. At that point, he makes a face that was very reminiscent of a Jay White face. Shock, disgust, surprise, a little bit of sadness. And instead of continuing with that look, you watch him as he hardens himself against it. He gets angry about it. That's something that Jay never did. And it's something that Davey did in his first match as the new leader of Bullet Club. He had a killer attitude, an absolute axe murderer attitude. 
the dude is going to shake things up. Is this a new era? Yes. This is now the Rebel Club era. He's he's the new leader of Bullet Club. So when when we put him up next to the picture of Prince Devitt, AJ Styles, Kenny Omega, Jay White, Debbie Chen, David Finley. Whew, he's got a long way to go to fill the boots. But I think he's going to make Bullet Club refreshing again. And the way he's going to do it is he's going to make people he's going to make people play his game. Gone are the bullet clubbers who are laughing and playing and having fun and horsing around. No more. I'm pretty sure he's going to turn Bullet Club into a lean, mean group of stone cold killers. He's going to take what he's going to take what Fale is doing in Tamashi right now, getting the the rogue army together. And he's going to turn Bullet Club into the heel faction, not the not the House of Torture kind of heel faction where everybody's cheating. No, no, no. The angry faction, the uh, hit you in the face uh, instead of looking at you faction, the the shoot first, ask questions later. Bullet Club. That's what the Rebel Club's going to be. And that's why I don't think that ELP fits in anymore. And I think that now. That ELP is turning face. He's goofing off and playing with the crowd. And that's not going to fly. That's not going to fly in Davy Chan's. That's not going to fly in the Rebels Bullet Club. So. Am I doing a Krusty is coming with this, uh, you know, this Bullet Club Civil War between the goofy Bullet Club and the angry Evil Bullet Club? Maybe. But I'm amped for it. First thoughts first. I'm sitting down right now. We've just finished watching the show. I'm sitting down right now to to record my thoughts. Dude. Let's go. ELP versus David Finley for the heart of Bullet Club. Let's fucking go. Let's go. That's the Bullet Club Civil War. None of this. None of this J versus evil. No, no, no. We're done. We're done with that. Krusty, that Krusty's not coming. Krusty is coming with ELP versus David Finley. Calling it, calling my shot. Here it comes. He's going to streamline Bullet Club. ELP is going to take all those goofballs and he's going to turn them into his own little army to fight against Davy's stone cold killers. And that's what I'm here for. Look for look for something to happen at Duntaku. It's it's coming. I feel it. I feel it. I don't think it'll be I don't think it'll be Sakura Genesis. I think it's gonna be Duntaku. Because that's where Bullet Club's gonna get born again. Alright. Well Thank you very much for listening to this Okada Shorts short. If you like what you hear, please turn into our our normal shows which are usually very long, um, <laughs> longer freeform discussions with your bad friend, Rafe Houston and I, uh, talking about just general vibes, vibing it, feeling it. You can also find me on the throw and dice podcast. If you like things like tabletop role-playing games, tabletop board gaming, 
D&D, Warhammer, that sort of stuff. You can find Rafe on the Faces and Feels cast where he talks to different independent pro wrestlers about their stories and gets like a behind the scenes look with them. Really great stuff. Get to know a lot of new wrestlers. And um, you can also find us on the Countout Podcasting Network. We have a Patreon where you can find other behind the scenes shows with Rafe and I. You can find you can find all sorts of different free shows on there as well, from things like Your Dose of Death with Lauren, uh, How to Talk to Your Friend about Pro Wrestling, which is a fantastic show. You can talk. Uh, you can find Ring Post Radio where you talk up to date news with uh, with our beloved Countout producers. It's a great podcasting network, and we want you to listen to as much of it as you can if you love pro wrestling. And at this point, if you're listening to some nerds sit here talk about the first two nights of the New Japan Cup, you probably do. And we appreciate you for it. So, from our family and friends at the Count Out Podcasting Network to all of you out there, keep it right, keep it tight, keep it what? Rebellious. This has been a Countout Podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is Your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present or future and you're probably wondering where you can go support us you can find your dose of death podcast on all major podcast platforms especially along with the count out network of podcasts and also you can support us on the count out patreon as we have exclusive content only on the patreon for all of our listeners we hope that you go listen to your dose of death podcast very soon and see you at the shows